This is She Beats It, your weekly reminder that no challenge is greater than God. We share stories of real Christian women beating the odds in life and business. This is the place where women overcome. This is where she beats it, whatever it is. Welcome to the She Beats It podcast. I'm your host, Brittany King, self-proclaimed hope dealer and God-centered girl. In this episode, I'm going to discuss the danger of distraction, but I have some updates for you. So a few weeks ago, I had a very extensive surgery that lasted several hours to remove the remaining cancer in my body. So I'm on the road to recovery. I'm super excited about that. But it has been a difficult, very, very difficult process. I had my surgery and I came home and everything hit the fan. Let me just say it like that. When I was in the hospital after surgery, I was fine. But I just experienced a lot of issues when I came home the week after surgery. And I want to share with y'all a Facebook post that I wrote on April 10th at 1.36 p.m. Just to give you an idea of kind of you know, what I was feeling and what I was going through. So my post reads, okay, y'all, I've tried extremely hard to stay positive and not focus on the fact that I feel like crap. I always feel a responsibility to take God at his word and go through trials with grace. But I think there's strength in honesty and transparency. I've been feeling worse this week than I did after surgery last week. I'm plagued with vomiting, fevers, splitting headaches, and persistent, unrelenting pain. Right after I made my post about Gracie, I got violently ill and ended up accidentally hitting myself on one of my incision sites. And boy, did that hurt. Said all of this to say, I feel like giving up at this moment, but I won't. And a lot of that has to do with you, my tribe, and your constant love and support. You guys help me get through moments like these. Thank you, friends. So I read that post because I really just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. I was overwhelmed after I wrote that post on Facebook. If you're a friend of mine personally, then you can see it and see all the amazing comments. And I got a ton of text messages and DMs and, you know, all kinds of things just encouraging me to keep fighting. And really the whole purpose of that post was to say at this moment, this really, really, really sucks but I'm, I keep pressing on. And I think that's just so pertinent to what this podcast is about, what our community is about. As we face obstacles, as we face the trials of life, we continue, we press on, and we are going to beat the odds by the grace of God. So again, a huge thank you to all of you guys who are praying for me, who have been uplifting me and encouraging me. I am just so thankful for every single member of my community, all of my Facebook friends and family. You guys are just amazing. So I just want to tell you that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now let's jump into the topic for this episode. At the beginning, I said we would be talking about the danger and distraction. So the other day I was at home with my daughters and I and Gracie. And uh, if you know anything about me, you know that I don't watch TV. It's just not my thing, right? But my daughters, they're kids. They love TV. And so they're always like, mommy, come watch TV with us. And so on this particular day, We were sitting in the children's retreat and we were watching TV. And so a show came on, like I had watched several TV shows. And so like, I'm struggling, y'all. But I'm like, okay, this is for my daughters. Like this is something that they enjoy. So I'm going to take part. But then a show came on that I didn't really care for. I didn't think it was appropriate for the girls. And so I just decided like... 
I'm done. You know, I've spent a few hours here with y'all. Like, I'm just not going to watch this anymore. And so I'm walking back down the hallway to go to my room. And I'm walking and I'm texting and um, I'm not really paying attention to what I'm doing. And I look up at the last second before I was about to run smack dab into the wall because I wasn't paying attention (laughs) because I was texting so much. Now, the thing is, had I run into that wall because I just had extensive surgery, it would have caused me immense, and I do not mean that lightly, like very, very bad physical pain. But also I would have been in emotional duress as a result of the physical pain that I basically did to myself. And so I think that a lot of times as women, we are like this in life, like we're going through life distracted and we hear so many things about distracted driving and, you know, the dangers of that. And I've even seen videos on social media, people walking just as I was falling into holes, like all kind of crazy stuff happens when we're distracted. Now, as we seek to beat the odds in life and business, we often get distracted from our end goal or what I would like to say is distracted from our destiny. And we find ourselves metaphorically running into walls and causing ourselves huge levels of pain. And so I tell you that story, first of all, to tell you that I'm there with you. I get it. I understand. Like I've been there. I think that so many times when we have like a major purpose, when we have things that we want to accomplish, there's so many things that will come in to take our attention off of our end goal and that will come in to distract us and derail us from the destiny and the plan that God has for us. Now, I have to pause there because there's a difference between God's perfect will and his permissive will, but they are both still his will. And so I want you to understand that if you have been distracted on your journey, if you have gotten off track, if you you know have gone the wrong way, and God has a plan for your life, you don't have enough power to blow his plan for your life. So get back on track and just keep going. Like that's really the hope of Christ and and the message of love that he gives us. And I was actually going to share that. (laughs) I got ahead of myself, y'all. I was going to share that in the uh, key takeaways, but you know, I'll share it with you now because it was just on my heart. And I think it's important that we hear that as women. So oftentimes we feel that we've blown it or, you know, it's over. There's no hope for us. And that is just simply not true. Yes, there are things, you know, that may distract us and the journey may take us longer. We may have to go a different route. But at the end of the day, God's will prevails. Now, I have another funny story I want to tell y'all about Miss Gracie, my baby girl. And I have to interject here and say, I'm noticing that a lot of the stories I tell are about Gracie. (laughs) No shade to Anaya, because that's my girl too. My oldest, you know, she's my firstborn, my baby. The difference between Anaya and Gracie is that Anaya is very compliant. Gracie just naturally bucks the system, right? So I call Anaya, my sugar, and Gracie, my spice. So they keep the balance, but it's no shade to Anaya. Stories about her will be coming. But there have been so many instances where I have had to help Gracie work through things just because of her natural personality and her natural disposition. And so a few years ago, maybe like a year and a half, two years ago, Gracie was obsessed with walking around with her eyes closed like completely obsessed with it. I don't even know where that came from, but she would walk around the house, eyes closed, just having a good old time. And Anaya and I would always say, Grace, open your eyes, open your eyes. You are going to run into something. You're going to hurt yourself. So Gracie is fearless. She doesn't care. Like if she hurts herself, like that doesn't matter to her. It doesn't register that like danger is imminent. Like she just doesn't care. Right. And so 
we would give her all these warnings and we would tell her like, hey, don't do that. That's not a good idea. And Gracie would just be unfazed. And so this persisted for a really long time. So one time, Gracie was coming into my room with her eyes closed and she was getting ready to walk dead into my dresser. And so I opened my mouth to stop her. And it's like the Holy Spirit said, you have to let her learn this lesson. Now, for me, that is extremely painful because Gracie is my baby girl. And just like my oldest daughter, like I want to protect them from everything. I don't ever want them to have any pain or any struggles, but I clearly felt that the Holy Spirit was telling me not to say anything. So she's walking, she's walking, bam, she runs right into the dresser and her eyes open right immediately. And she's looking in shock. She's looking at me like, no, you didn't. Like, how dare you not tell me that I was about to run into this dresser, but she's also obviously in pain. So I said, Gracie, come here. So she came to me. I hugged her. I made sure she was okay. And this wasn't like a serious injury or anything. She just bumped into the dresser and she was alarmed. And I just told her, I said, mommy has told you time and time again, like I've told you a thousand times, don't walk around the house with your eyes closed, yet you continue to do it. The pain that you just experienced is what I was trying to keep you from, but you didn't listen to me. And so she got these big puppy dog eyes. She said, okay, mommy, I understand. And the thing about Gracie is that she would rather like, she would rather anything other than me being upset with her or her feeling like she's disappointed me. Like Gracie just can't take that. And so she was very, very sad. And, you know, she learned the lesson. Now, I can't say that was the last time she ever closed her eyes in life because here lately she's been doing that again. But for a very long period of time, she didn't close her eyes when she was walking around anymore. And I feel like she learned the lesson that I was trying to instill with her. And I think that there are members of the She Beats It squad who are dealing with the same thing. God has been warning us of things that will get us off track and make us distracted as we seek to beat the odds, as we seek to overcome the circumstances that we are faced with. And he's been warning us and speaking to us and showing us. And we just keep walking around with our eyes closed, doing our own thing, like taking no heed to what he says. And then when we run into something, we look at God like, God, why me? Where were you, God? You know, and it's like all along, God was trying to protect us from these things. He was trying to keep us because his desire is not that we should be in pain or experience hurt. Like that's not his divine desire, but in our own stubborn ways and in our own selfish ways, we pursue our own fleshly desires, which oftentimes results in pain and sometimes it results in trauma. And so I shared those two stories because I, you know, every time I tell a story here, I want you guys to know that you are not alone. Um, even when I'm interviewing guests, the purpose of that is so that you understand and you hear real women who have gone through some of the most challenging things, but they've gone through it and they come out on the other side and they are stronger as a result of it. And they are more aligned with what God would have them do and be. And so that is my ultimate purpose in sharing those things with you, because I need you to understand and know that we're all in this together. Like 
there is nothing that I could say that can make you really understand God's love for you and the way that he feels about you. However, my hope is that when you hear these stories, you will see a glimpse of hope and you will see a glimpse of that love that God really has for us. And so just like a parent who's trying to protect their child from running into a dresser with their eyes closed, that's the same way God is to us. He loves us and his desire is to keep us, right? And to send his angels to take charge over us. And so I just wanted to share that story with y'all. It's funny to me now, but it was really hard for me to do that with Gracie because, man, that's my baby. And I don't ever (laughs) want to see her in any form of pain or duress or anything like that. And I think a really poignant example of this in the Bible that we see is Lot's wife. So in Genesis 19, the story is laid out of the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. And I know that many of you are familiar with the story, but I just want to share some things that really spoke to me about this story. So Lot was Abraham's nephew. And he lived in Sodom with his wife and his daughters. I believe he had two daughters. And so one day he was at the gate of Sodom when two angels appeared and they were in turn invited to stay with Lot and his family. Now, upon the angels' departure from Lot's house, they made it very clear that Lot, his wife, and their daughters needed to leave Sodom and Gomorrah before it was destroyed by God. Now, the exact words that the angels told Lot were, escape for your life. Do not look behind you and do not stay anywhere in the valley. Escape to the mountains or you will be swept away. We all know what happens next. (laughs) So Lot and his daughters ran, but according to Genesis 19, 26, his wife from behind him looked back and she became a pillar of salt. Essentially, she turned to watch everything she had known and valued be consumed. And as a result, she was consumed. Now, I could go on a tangent and talk about the likely pain and hurt and disappointment that Lot and his daughters felt when their mom and wife were consumed and turned into a pillar of salt and how being distracted from your destiny doesn't just affect you, right? But that's a whole other podcast. I just had to put that out there. In my opinion, this is such a clear picture of what happens when we are distracted from our destiny. So the angels made it very clear what to do, how to do it, and what the end result would be. There was no mistaking what Lot and his family, what the charge was that was given to them. And I just think it is just so much like us as human beings to always want to look back at the things that we desire, to look back at the relationships that were lost, to look back at everything that we have known, to look back at everything that we have valued when God's trying to bring us into something greater. God was trying to get these people out of Sodom and Gomorrah because they were going to be destroyed. So essentially, we as women are often in relationships that can destroy us or have destroyed us. We're doing things and we're so accustomed to certain things that we're like, well, that's that's all I know. You know, those are the things I value. And God is like, but listen, I'm trying to take you out of that into something greater 
to preserve your life. But we are so hard headed and just the humanity in us desires to keep looking back. And as a result, it can sometimes cost us our life. And, you know, it really is just not worth it. And I can tell you many a times I've been in this situation. And the thing about growth is that it's really uncomfortable, right? So growing requires pain. Like there's no reason why they say there are growing pains. Like it hurts to grow, but it's necessary. It's necessary, it's vital to our success, and it's imperative for us to move forward that we grow and go with God. And so I just wanted to share that with you. That was the one story that came to my mind when I was thinking about the danger and being distracted. And it's so funny because a lot of these podcasts that I've been doing lately are not topics that I had pre-planned to do. It's like the Holy Spirit is like, hey, It's a lesson in this, you know, (laughs) and I'm trying to work on being more obedient when I hear God speaking to me because we all know obedience is better than sacrifice. And so I just am learning to attune my ear to hear what it is that he would have to say. And I think that, you know, we got to understand that distractions are going to come like they are a part of the process and we need to stay on guard for them and we need to keep our eyes focused on what it is that God has ordained for us to do because I just think there's so much safety in the will of God. Like when you're outside of God's will, when you're just out here, you know, living any kind of way, doing whatever it is that you want to do, like that is so very dangerous. It's so dangerous because you open up the doors for attack. And not to say that when you're living in God's will, you won't get attacked because you absolutely will. But I think that when you are doing what God has called you to do, there's a certain amount of peace that comes along with that. There's a certain amount of comfort and rest that you have knowing, okay, hey, I'm right where I'm supposed to be. And for me, that's shown a lot with this podcast because although I've I've been a speaker, I've spoken to large amounts of people and, and that is something that comes naturally for me. This podcast has been really, really, really difficult to do because of everything else that I'm facing. So I'm fighting cancer. You know, I'm still in a lot of ways, struggling as a single mom, I'm battling emotional eating. I, you know, I'm working to lose weight. Like there's so many other things going on that I'm at times I feel like that is more important <laughs> than recording a podcast episode or getting this message out there. But then I'm reminded like this is really a matter of eternity for a lot of people. And if I'm not pointing people to Christ, like what am I really doing? Like everything else is for not. And I think that it's so important that we remember that when we remember the charge that is placed on our lives and we remember the calling that God has given us that we understand this is bigger than you. And when you are in the business of pointing people to Christ, regardless of whether you're doing the podcast, Podcast, you know, like I am that talks about God. It doesn't matter. Like whatever you are doing, whatever work you do, do it as unto the Lord. It is sacred. You don't have to be a preacher. You don't have to be leading praise and worship. You don't have to be a ministry leader to glorify God in your work. There is no prerequisite for living your life on fire for God. When you commit yourself to Christ, you are capable of of compelling other people to him. And so I would just encourage you to take that charge very seriously because it's something that, you know, I always tell people like when they say, you know, this God thing isn't real, like God is not real. Like I, you know, people are entitled to their beliefs, but also something that I say is, but what if he is? What if your eternity is contingent upon this God that you say is not real? 
when you know God for yourself, you cannot hardly keep it to yourself because you know his redemptive power. You know how he can ultimately change your life. And we cannot share the gospel of Jesus Christ based on our own experience because a lot of times, you know, our own experience is jaded. We have to go to the Bible for facts and what we know is proven. But this is something that is not to be taken lightly. Um, it's not something that we should just say, oh, well, someone else will, you know, share the gospel with them. Someone else will share Jesus. Like, I just feel like we all have a charge to do that. And I, and I am very big on not being overly, quote unquote, religious or overly spiritual. Like, I think that there is a time and a place for everything. And I also feel that people will most likely be inspired by you and they will most likely be more apt to change, not by what you say, but what you do. And this speaks to me directly because lately I have just been attacked on every side, like crazy stuff, you know, things that would allow me to be distracted. And there's one specific incident that I'm not going to go into too much detail here, but I totally got out of character for who Brittany is because I was like, I'm tired of this. Like this person is like not cool. And so I'm going to read them. I'm going to check them, blah, 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 blah. And yes, in the moment I felt good. Like, oh yeah, I told them about their self. But at the end of the day, everything that I say and do is before God. And so I look back on that and I'm like, you got distracted. You allowed somebody to take you outside of who you are and who you seek to be. Now, there's still parts of me that are unrefined and that are not perfect. Absolutely. That's the nature of all of us. But I did not find joy in, quote, telling this person off or telling them how I feel. And I was frustrated because I felt like I always take the high road. But that's what we're called to do. We're called to go on the narrow path, you know, not not the wide path. We're called to be different. We're called to do different. And so when these distractions come in different forms, just be aware of them, y'all, my sisters, and ultimately seek to please God. Like, don't do anything because Brittany said so, but seek to honor God. And I can promise you that he is faithful, that he will see you through, and that he'll honor you as you seek to honor him. Find safety in his will, find safety in the words that were written in the Bible to encourage you and help you to go through. You will get distracted. I can promise you that. But distraction doesn't have to be something that destroys your destiny. So now is the time of the podcast where I share with you a social media sermon. Today's social media sermon comes from my very own Big little brother, Gabriel King. It's funny, sometimes when I'm doing these social media sermons, I find them like way before I ever do the podcast. But there are other times where I have to like go in the search bar and look for things related to my topic so I could find a good, you know, social media sermon. So this was one of the times where I was looking for something related to this topic of getting distracted in your destiny. And I saw a post, lo and behold, from my little brother from 2015. And I was like, hmm, this is perfect. So this was written in September of 2015. And it says, when you're trying to be great in this lifetime, not just good. So many things will be thrown your way to distract you and test how resilient you will be, or rather how great you are willing to become. As we've all heard before, Nothing good comes easy, but nothing great comes without a fight. Have an awesome day, friends. We got this. 
I was just floored when I read that. And it's funny because I always say my brother is the smartest of my parents' kids. I have an older sister and a younger brother. Like he's effortlessly brilliant and effortlessly (laughs) a genius. And he always, you know, he just spits so much truth and spreads so much wisdom and insight. And I was glad to see this post that he wrote, you know, almost four years ago, three and a half years ago now. And I actually ended up sending it to him. And I was like, hey, I think you could use this reminder. And I think it's a good reminder for all of us that exactly what he said, when you are seeking to be great and not just good, listen, stuff is going to come out the woodworks to attack you, to destroy you, and to take you down. It's a test of our resilience and how great we are willing to become. So our destiny is what lies ahead. And we got to keep going to reach it. We have to keep going. We have to persevere. Resilience has to be something that we are clothed in because we got things to do. We got to change this world for good. Like each of us has a calling and we have to keep going and persevere. I'm going to share with you now the actual takeaways I have. I shared one with you at the beginning of the podcast about being distracted. And just because you've been distracted doesn't mean that your purpose has been derailed. So I want to share that again. Remember, you don't have enough power You just don't to blow God's will for your life. And so even if you've been distracted, get back on track, girlfriend. You got this. You can do it. My next takeaway starts with the question. So what's the remedy for a distracted life? And I feel that the remedy for that is an intentional laser focused one. So I remember being in life group a few years ago and they were talking about spending time with God. And one of the ladies asked me, you know, how do you make it a point to spend time with God? And I remember telling her specifically, I was like, it's intentional carving out time. And when you do that, you will be fed in so many ways. When your focus is on God, when your focus is on the things of God and the ways of God and the mind of Christ, you begin to be transformed. And that's why this podcast is not about inspiring you. Like, I really hope that people are transformed by the words that are shared here. And so in that life group, that moment, that's one of the few moments that really stands out to me in all of my time in life group. And if you're wondering what life group is, it's just a group that gets together on Sunday. We call each other family and we are intentional. There goes that word again about doing life together. And so make sure your focus is set on Christ and what he would have you to do. And I promise you, everything will fall into line. I mentioned this um, in a previous podcast about how God will show you what you need to do. He will guide you. And that doesn't mean that he's going to come down. Like I told you guys, you know, he didn't tell me to name this podcast. She beats it. Like it wasn't like distinct things, but he was prompting me and guiding me in the way that I should go. And he will do the same for you. And that is guaranteed. The next takeaway is that you have to stay one step ahead of Satan in prayer and spending time in God's word. And this goes hand in hand with what I was saying, being intentional and laser focused. And it makes me think of the episode that was released uh, with Felicia Peters that I did about a survivor's story um, in her own battle with cancer and being a two-time cancer survivor. She mentioned in the podcast, I asked her, I'm like, how do you prepare, you know, for the attacks, for the things that come? And she said, the preparation comes before And I had a little bit of a hard time with that. Like I didn't 
say that on the podcast, but I had a little bit of hard time. I'm like, how do you prepare before? Like, I don't get it. But then she explained, if you are so rooted in the word of God, if you spend intentional time with God, if you're in your Bible, if you're studying the word, like God is faithful to prepare you for the things of life that you may face. When you face an obstacle that is difficult and you have already been in God's word, he will bring to your remembrance scriptures. He will bring to your remembrance studies that you've done and things like that, that help you be prepared to fight in the battle that you're facing. But if you wait until the time when you're beat down and, you know, really, really just facing a difficult situation to then turn to God, it's a little bit more difficult. And I'm not saying that you don't go to God when you have trials and struggles. You absolutely do. But if you have already begun the preparation pre-struggle, pre-trial, pre-challenge, you are more adept to go through that struggle. And so check out that podcast episode with Felicia Peters, A Survivor Story. I really think you will enjoy that. It was one that I really love. So check that out if you have not already. The scripture on the topic today is Proverbs 4, 25 through 27. And it states, let your eyes look directly ahead and let your gaze be fixed straight in front of you. Watch the path of your feet and all your ways will be established. Do not turn to the right nor to the left. Turn your foot from evil. I love that verse. I just think it's just such a good statement of what we are called to do and how we live. So the Bible, the Bible gives us answers, y'all. And that's one of the answers on how we can go through these trials or challenges and how we just go through life and not get distracted. If we look directly ahead and fix our gaze on what's in front of us, Wash our feet and don't turn to the right or the left and turn our feet from evil. To me, that's a that's a recipe for success. And so remember that, believe it, let it resonate in your house, uh, in your heart, in your house, y'all. I'm tired. <laughs> and um, make sure you guys that you're leaving a review on this podcast. I would really, really appreciate it. We have some ratings now. You guys are showing love. I appreciate that. But if you have felt in Inspired. If you felt something that was said on one of these podcasts was transformative, please leave a review that really helps us to get more visibility, help other people to be compelled to listen. So please, please, please leave that, leave a review. I really appreciate it. Also make sure to join our She Beats It Squad Facebook group. I'll put a link in the show notes and check us out online at shebeatsit.com for additional information and resources. That's it for the She Beats It podcast. I'm Brittany King. Until next time, ladies, trust God to help you beat the odds.